Panther Nation, I am Editor-in-Chief Abby Carter bringing you this Prowler special project. This Saturday marks the 20th anniversary of 9-11. No Stars Mill students were alive to witness the largest terrorist attack on U.S. soil that took the lives of 2,977 people and injured over 6,000 more. Many faculty members, however, remember that morning in precise detail. A team of Prowler journalists took to the halls to ask the members of the Panther family what they remember most about the morning of September 11th, 2001. So what I remember about the morning of 9-11, we woke up because our best friend called us and said that we were really glad you're home. And we said, great, we didn't get home until midnight. Was there a reason you had to call us so early in the morning? We lived in California at the time and we had just gotten home from our honeymoon in Jamaica. And he told us to turn on the TV And so that's when we saw the first plane hit and we just saw the chaos and it was crazy. We just laid in bed and I just cried. Um, I didn't know what was going on or how to feel. It was very overwhelming. That was Spanish teacher Shane Thompson. Here's what science teacher Robin Huggins had to say. I was teaching seventh grade in um, a small Catholic school right outside of Mobile, Alabama. And um, I was actually on my planning period, and our principal, who was a nun, came in and turned on the television in my classroom. And there were probably three or four other teachers, the middle, the seventh and eighth grade middle school teachers were all on planning at that time. And she brought us all together, turned the TV on in my classroom about the time the second, the second plane hit the tower. So I was actually teaching school. It was my second year teaching. English teacher Jill Bowen was also teaching that morning. Here's what she remembers and how she and her students responded. I was teaching at Fayette County High School and I actually remember because um, it was the very end of my first period class and um, a kid came in and said, a plane hit the World Trade Center, and I was like not really thinking anything about it. I mean, because small planes have hit the World Trade Center before. And then um, another person came by as the class was ending and was like, a second plane is hit. And um, I remember thinking, I was like, that's an attack. That's not an accident. And um, Then I remember, it was my planning period, so I was able to turn on the TV and the news, and I remember watching the towers fall, and that was really, really, really hard, Um, because you could see the people, and then you could see the towers fall, and that was, that was a hard thing to watch. I was really sad. I cried when the buildings fell. Um, It's still one of those things that, weirdly enough, you can probably hear my voice, it takes you back, and like, it it really was disturbing because you just knew that thousands of people died and you know to find out later that the buildings were kind of empty but um you know the firefighters and the first responders Mm -hmm. and just all of those things and just then watching it and like it was very somber for the rest of the day and I don't know that I really have vivid memories of the rest of the day like class-wise yeah um I think we were all just kind of in shock because we had a lot of students whose parents were pilots. Oh, got it. Um, because a lot of Delta kids. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, I, I remember we just kind of like t- 
talked and were like, are you okay? And it wasn't, you know, of course it was one of those days where it's like, okay, British literature, seriously. <laughs> um, you know, so I wasn't really focused on the lesson so yeah. much as just being there for the kids. And, yeah, we really just kind of leaned on each other because it was the first real national tragedy a lot of us had lived through mm-hmm. um and I did have some kids who straight up were like Osama bin Laden's behind this um one of my students had been kind of studying things he wound up going on and enlisting in the army wow. um but yeah it was just it was surreal it really is one of those things where looking back it's just I don't know that I can really describe my feelings for the rest of the day. I yeah. think it was just kind of numb. Mm-hmm. And then you got home and you watched the news, and it was just days and days and days of just um, what next and what are they going to find and just the footage. And it was like, did this really just happen? And, right. Um, and it got to the point where I did have to turn off the TV because it was just – as you started to begin to heal a little bit, watching more of the footage was just kind of like, um, just not pulling the scab off because it wasn't even old enough to have scabbed over. It just, right. it just kept, um, it really kind of like made you depressed and things like that. So, um, but then it was nice to see how everybody kind of came together. Learning specialist and assistant cheer coach Christy Hayward shared her memories. On 9-11, I was in my last semester of college at the University of Pittsburgh, and I lived at home my last semester because I was going to be a December grad, and I remember sitting in the recliner in the living room at my dad's house and watching on TV the second plane crash into the second tower, and it was a feeling I will never forget a moment of wondering where my loved ones in the military were and where they were going to be sent. And it was something that I I will never forget that feeling or that moment. French teacher Jill Snellgrove woke up to the news reporting the events. Listen to her explain how the day changed the trajectory of her career. I remember hearing about a plane crashing into the World Trade Center on the radio because I used to sleep with the radio on. And there was a radio station back then called 99X, and occasionally they would play pranks, um, on-air pranks, and like April Fool's Day jokes or whatever. And so when I heard it, I thought it was a joke. I thought it was a prank. And I kind of rolled over and went back to sleep. And then they reported that the second plane had crashed into the World Trade Center, and then I knew it was not a joke. So I got up, and I went and turned on the news and watched the news. I was living by myself. My parents were out of town. I had a sister in college in Valdosta. I had a sister who lived in the area with me, but I was by myself and I can remember calling my grandmother because I just wanted somebody to talk to that I knew. And she told me that it was worse than Pearl Harbor. And I thought, that that just can't be. I said, you know, this can't be worse than Pearl Harbor from all the things that we learned growing up. But as the day unfolded, it really was worse. You know, I mean, I guess, according to her, worse than Pearl Harbor. It was one of those days that we'll never forget. It changed the direction of my life. I wanted to be a flight attendant and had decided that that's what I wanted to do. And after 9-11, there were no airlines hiring. 
so I moved to France to teach English for a year and um, hoping that eventually I could get on with an airline and it never happened. It changed, 9-11 changed the airline industry forever and you know, here I am teaching now instead of being a flight attendant, but it changed my life in many ways. History teacher Joseph Barra explained his experience that morning while he was a sophomore in college. Um, morning of 9-11, I actually slept through it all. I was a sophomore in college, and that was the one morning that I did not have any classes, so I slept in. And uh, the thing I remember most was I had a neighbor that was kind of on the crazy side, and he would power wash his truck five times a day. And so he was power washing it that morning, and I it woke me up and I could hear his radio talking about the towers have come down and I just kind of thought it was a dream went back to sleep and then woke up and saw that it wasn't and basically just me and my roommates watched the news all day and it was a very very surreal day like kind of everybody was in a fog. Our own advisor and English teacher Justin Spencer was also in college on September 11, 2001. Here's what he remembers most about that day. What I remember most about the morning of 9-11 was um, not so much the morning as it was the afternoon. In the morning, much like everyone else, I was, I was in college at Indiana State University, and much like everyone that morning, we were all sitting in our dorm rooms watching TV and watching the news and seeing those iconic images of the, the Twin Towers and the smoke coming out of, of the buildings there where the planes had crashed into them, and then, of course, hearing reports of the Pentagon and Pennsylvania and all of that. But for me, it was much more the afternoon. Um, I was at a 2 o'clock class with my, my favorite professor, favorite English professor, who's really who, who modeled for me how uh, I teach English today. But I remember... Um, him coming into class um, with just his phone in hand and just, you know, this practically pale color to his skin. And he, he walks in and he, he was always a very, um, I wouldn't say proper man in his speaking, but always very direct, very deliberate. And that afternoon he was stumbling over his words and and he, he came to class a couple minutes late and he said to us, um, he said, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to cancel class today. He said, uh, I was on my, on the phone with my son who was in New York City uh, as the buildings collapsed. And he said the, the last thing that I heard from my son was that he was running and ducking behind a, a guardrail um, as the towers collapsed and all the debris was was everywhere, he said, uh, "I'm gonna, so I'm gonna cancel class and I'm gonna go sit in my in my office and wait to hear from my son." And then he walked out. Um, later, we found out that his son, you know, in fact, was okay because he had ducked behind that guardrail and was not. Um, you know, damn or hurt in any way by, by that debris. But that's that's probably my strongest memory of of that morning and that day. Um, was just the the experience of of my favorite professor there and and his experience with his son. History teacher Diane Ruain was at home with her children that morning. She discussed how she and various members of her family responded. I was living up in Roswell. 
uh, Georgia, and I was a I, I was a stay at home mom at the time. It was a Tuesday, and my boys, my oldest two, I have four, and my oldest two boys were not in preschool that day, so they were um, watching Arthur on television, I believe, or morning cartoons. Kind of it was their lazy morning day. And um, I was living in an apartment complex, and um, I had gotten a call from my sister, who was in Houston, uh, to tell me about it. But I, you know, kind of was like, okay, but they're watching TV. And at that point, we thought it was, you know, just some weird thing Mm -hmm. going on. Um, And then my neighbor, when the uh, second plane hit, um, I had had a uh, neighbor across the hall from me in the apartment I was living in. She came over, she had just moved down from New York and her cable hadn't been hooked up yet. So she came over and we changed the channel and I sent my boys back to the back to go play in the, you know, room back there. And we watched it and then we saw, you know, uh, the Pentagon get hit. And my dad, um, I was, I worked at the Pentagon in college and it was hit on the Mm E-ring. So um, I started worrying about the people there and also my dad was still working for he was he was retired military and at that time he was still uh, doing contract work for the military so he would go to the Pentagon a lot right. so that one actually was a little bit more personal since I had worked as a summer hire at yeah. the Pentagon for a couple of summers so I knew people there that I worked in a general's office so E ring was where they would have gotten hit later found out that they were doing some refurbishing of where they were. And so they had all been moved to uh, what's called AMC or Army Material Command Building, I believe it was, or onto Fort Belvoir nearby, but they weren't in that building on right. that particular section, So, which is why probably the numbers weren't as high as they could yeah. have been in there, from my recollections, um, at least. So um, that was sort of what I was doing, and um, we just watched, like most people, pretty, yeah. pretty shocked. So what was your, like, feeling of the whole experience? Because, you know, you don't ever get that experience ever again. No, I mean, I did go out later that day because I was like, I'm not going to let this get me down. (laughs) Um, And I think it was very surreal. I think it's, uh, I don't know how other people, you know, had that. I was uh, just that concept of, like, that idea and then I had been in the army so I knew people that were still in the army so Mm -hmm. once they determined that it was kind of an attack it was a whole different feeling I called my parents who live up in the DC area okay so um and my mom had gone grocery shopping and they do grocery shopping on the post they went to Fort Belvoir on post and and she's not really a big news listener or whatever right. so she it's about 20 minutes from their house so by the time she got there they were like ma'am you need to turn around and yeah. you know, weapons and all this and she's like what is going on <laughs> and they were like have you and she was like I just got in my car to drive to go get groceries <laughs> so they said it was very eerie around that yeah. area um so I mean I think that part for me was definitely big we close with the experience of Principal Alan Leonard. I was a fourth year social studies teacher at Fayette County High School on September 11, 2001. Um, I was actually on my planning period um, and I had another another teacher who floated into my classroom, so I was not in my room. I was uh, sitting in the workroom of the Social Studies hallway at Fayette County High School, 
And you know, this is really pre-social media. The mm-hmm. internet was, yeah. you know, um, and we didn't even, you know, like we had big TVs in most of the rooms, but even not even in all the rooms. Um, you know, the old CRT TVs. Mm-hmm. And so uh, um, another teacher walked in and said, you might want to turn the TV on because a plane just hit the World Trade Center. And we didn't, you know, okay, we turned it on. And when we turned it on, um, you know, I sat and watched and then saw, you know, after the first plane, you know, nobody was watching the World Trade Center. So there's very little video of the first plane. But then, you know, cameras started to... Uh, hit the you know, be, footage started to be taken of the 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 first tower, and then when the second plane hit, that's when we knew something was really going on. Um, and so I was still in the workroom when the second tower hit was hit, and um, I can't remember if I was teaching world history or geography or government or economics at that time because I taught all of those classes over the course of my teaching career. Um, But I definitely spent the rest of the day um, watching that with my students and talking about the impact that I watched with my students when the towers came down because it it really did tie into the curriculum of my class. Um, and we talked about, you know, what, political implications, and we talked about historical implications. Um, and, you know, that very much took up the rest of, of the day um, because it was something that we had never, you know, had never experienced in my lifetime. Right. Um, certainly the students had never experienced before. Um, and it, you really had the sense of something historic happening you know tragedy but you know something that you know a day that was mm-hmm. going to be marked for the rest of yeah. our lives and and the you know the rest of really history uh, was happening right there and it was you know it happened on the news on tv everything yeah. stopped um as a side note my wife and i actually were planning to go to the fox theater that night to watch phantom of the opera and we had brought our clothes to change it because she also at that time taught at Fay County High School and we were going to leave from school, go into Atlanta you know, and, and go watch the Phantom of the Opera. Right. Everything got canceled. Um, they can't. Every major metropolitan area and all major shows, you know, that, that was part of the, the big questioning was right. that, you know, what was going to be the next thing? And, you yeah. know, yeah, I can remember the reports, you know, when the reports came out of the the plane going down at the Pentagon, when the plane landed in Pennsylvania, um, you know, all that news started to hit, and there really was a sense of what would be the next thing that was going to get hit that day, and, you know, mm-hmm. how many other planes were still up in the air, and there was tracking of all of that, and were there other ancillary plots that, you know, that nobody knew about, that sort of thing, so... Um, yeah, so by the end of the day, we, you know, everything was canceled, so we went home and, and you know, we, we watched the news, mm-hmm. um, you know, and turned on whatever cable news or, you know, really every channel, that was the coverage. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that was a, there aren't many times in your life 
that everything focuses on that you know the, the, you know presidential inaugurations lots of news mm-hmm. places focus yeah. on that um, you know because again that's that's one of those dates that you know it's it's going to be history no yeah. matter who it is yeah. no matter what you know no matter what your part your politics no matter what your party when there's a new president that's a that's a big day in history but this wasn't a planned day in history and this is you know this was definitely one that that you know you really had the sense of that day that it was you know it was going to change a lot of things yeah and, and sure. did Fellow listeners, we at The Prowler encourage you to take a few minutes this Saturday morning to pause and reflect. Let us set aside our politics. Let us take a hiatus from the squabble related to COVID and let us join together on the 20th anniversary of 9-11. Let's honor and pay tribute to the lives lost that morning. Let's thank those who protect our freedoms. Let's cherish the privileges we are afforded in this. Our country our United States of America. Thank you for listening.